Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and today is Monday, June 6th, 2022. It has been a an odd day. It's just been one of those days, and so I got up early today, and things seemed a little bit off. It seemed like, like there are more people in the house than normal, and so I looked outside, and my dad's car was still in the driveway, and I you know, went about my day like normal and he got up and he said that he was like super sick and like throwing up. And so I come to find out that we were at a graduation party and there may have been some sort of food poisoning there the past weekend because a lot of people there ended up getting sick and throwing up in the subsequent days to follow. So with all of that, I've been feeling kind of sick myself. I haven't thrown up or anything, but it's just been one of those days where I'm like, okay, I don't feel very good, and I got a lot of work I want to do. I got a lot of stuff I want to get done, and I did have an FBA shipment that I wanted to prep today to get ready to send out, and so that's what I focused on today. I got that done, but it did take me a lot longer than I had hoped for. I got started, though, later than normal. Once I kind of got up and got going, it took me a little while to actually get some stuff done because I wasn't feeling that good, and so like when days like that happen, it's very easy to kind of take the day off or just like push stuff to the side and it's very tempting to especially when you work for yourself <clears throat> and quite honestly I've wanted to do that for most of the day I just haven't really felt very good and my stomach's just been feeling real weird so that's been kind of something that I've been trying to work with and just trying to get some stuff done as as kind of that thing's going on and I did end up getting that FBA shipment done but it took a lot longer than usual like I said and that's just because I'm kind of figuring out the ropes a little bit still. I'm not using Inventory Lab yet. I I think that once I kind of get that program learned and once I buy it and stuff, it'll be a little bit easier to kind of get shipments made. And their dashboard is supposedly way, way better than Amazon Seller Central dashboard. So I just got to work through some of that and, and learn the new software for Inventory Lab. It shouldn't be that difficult. And then I need to figure out how to find more products is really all that I need to do. And I should be set. I, I should really, really be set. The only other things that I'm really working on are a better shipping process. I don't think that the way that my shipment like area is set up right now is built for shipping on Amazon. And it's, it's built for eBay because I have two tables. I kind of pack and prep on one table, move it to the other table, and then label on the other table. And it's really nice right now for eBay. But Amazon, there's like several different steps. If I had different tables for each step, it may actually be easier because I'd have more space to set the packages on. So that's something I'm working through. I ended up finding a guide in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in. It's like a, it's a very, very cheap group. I think it's like 10 bucks a month. But they had somebody come in there and talk about their prep, like their prep area. And they put like a a PDF guide out of basically all the stuff that they have in their prep area, all of the materials, all the bags, everything, which has been a huge help for me. Uh, just different sized poly bags, different sized tape dispensers, what kinds of tape dispensers. There's automatic tape dispensers. I didn't even know that. And so there's like different things you can do where if you need just a small piece of tape. And a lot of the times when I'm packing up a poly bag, I tape the sticky part down to kind of make sure and reinforce it because poly bags are all right but the sticky part on them doesn't always stay stuck if that makes sense and so they're prone to open up on their own or if somebody drops it they're prone to maybe pop open at the top or 
or maybe the sticky stuff it, it like wears out a little bit and so it may not actually hold as well as it should and so i usually just put a piece of packing tape at the top to, to kind of reinforce that seal make sure that the the poly bag is kind of forced shut i don't go the whole way or anything but a small piece of tape works fine and having an automatic tape dispenser would be nice for that but ultimately i think i'll just end up going with a manual one for now it's a lot cheaper like 25 bucks as compared to 160 bucks and the thing is when you're packing stuff and you need a small piece of tape your traditional packing tape dispenser or tape gun isn't really like good for that right you almost need one of those tape dispensers like you had in elementary school where they gave you like the clear tape and you like pulled it and it was like on a roll and then you like kind of ripped downwards and there was like the serrated edge at the end that's what you almost need because you just need a small piece of tape and so I bought one of those that'll be nice it's made for the large tape rolls that we use for packing and, and shipping and stuff it's not made for those little pieces of clear tape that you can buy like the scotch tape things it's not those so that should be a huge huge help and when I say huge help I mean like there's essentially I'm taking products putting them in poly bags sealing the poly bag then dropping it picking up another tape gun both hands ripping a piece off and then setting the tape gun back down picking up the poly bag again applying the tape and moving on that a lot of those steps are going to be eliminated i can simply hold the poly bag with one hand reach over with a piece of tape off and then slap it on the the poly bag and i don't have to go through all that kind of hullabaloo of picking it up putting it down ripping a piece of tape off putting it back down put, picking that like it's just a mess and so that's what i've been working on trying to optimize that it's slow right now i'm comfortable taking it slow in the beginning i don't want to make a lot of large mistakes on amazon because they're they're a platform that does not cater well to mistake makers and so if you're somebody who's never sold before you don't have any systems in place i think ebay is a great place to start i really do because once you kind of get your packing and shipping down your process for that you're you're one step closer to being like you know a great amazon seller and ebay allows you to make mistakes with that and they're not going to drop the hammer on you they may take the money away that you got from the sale they may say hey we're going to give you a strike on your account but they're not going to ban your account immediately if you make these these mistakes that on amazon can lead you getting suspended for for life and so it's it's a lot more lenient on ebay and i do think that that's a huge help for a lot of people because there's just a learning curve with this kind of stuff and you need to be able to you need to be able to take that time to learn and, and apply new skills and, and make the mistakes they're going to make and if amazon's not going to give you that leeway sometimes i think ebay is a great option for new sellers and so once you kind of get your systems down and for me i have a, an accounting system down i have a cpa down where like if i need anything i can text him call him shoot him an email once tax season comes around i have a cpa that i can go to and he does my taxes for me that kind of stuff's huge and, and that stuff shouldn't be overplayed and if you start rushing head on into this you'll do well and i think that you'll be able to make money the problem is you won't have the systems to be able to sustain that and you'll almost be set back in a way that once you kind of hit these thresholds of okay i'm doing really well but i don't know what to do like everything's starting to fall apart around me somebody with systems doesn't necessarily have that because they have checks and balances for each thing and if you're growing at a little bit of a slower pace and adding on as you go I mean it would be like testing out a car right and and if you were going to do test runs of a car if you're just trying to throw like a very like small uh you know chassis together and throw an engine on there and just go full speed on your first test run 
the thing's probably going to break and fall apart and you're going to have a lot of time wasted in even putting the car together. Where if you're doing smaller and smaller test runs, kind of tweaking the car as you're going along and, and maybe kind of adjusting parts, putting new parts on, taking new parts off, trying new things and, and doing smaller, you know, incremental tests, it may take you a little longer to get to your finished product, but the finished product's going to be battle-tested and be a lot stronger of a product and probably have a, a lot higher quality. And so in the same way, I think building a business for me will be like that because I've put in a lot of that work for eBay and I've put together a lot of systems that will help me on Amazon. They may not all correlate one-to-one, but if you don't have any of that stuff in place, just get selling on eBay. And and I think that that's a huge help for a lot of people because once you get it down selling on eBay, or even if you're scared of eBay and you just want to do StockX, like the most low-risk platform of all time, right? If you sell something on StockX, you send it in, you can't get it returned to you, and you're good to go. And then that's like that's like a good like maybe introduction. And Mercari is pretty much the same way. I think the return period is like three days. So maybe start on those two platforms, work your way up to eBay. It's not that hard. And then once you go there or even Poshmark, then you can kind of get your processes down. Once you have your processes down, then you can move to Amazon and you'll be ready to roll so that you can do a replenishables model and not have things breaking around you. Now, will that happen to me? Inevitably, it probably will at some point. I'll probably have something go wrong or I'll probably have something uh, creep up on me that I didn't didn't expect but that's life and that's kind of how it goes and so for me the big thing right now that I'm struggling with the most is just finding good profitable leads and I'm just not I'm just not wired in that way right now and so it comes with time and when I mean like I'm not finding good leads I mean like I put in probably four to six solid hours maybe even maybe even eight on some days of, of doing lead just research trying to find new products trying to find new stuff and that was last week, and I found like six or seven items, right? And half of those I probably won't buy because by the time I go to send them in, they may be tanked out. They may not have actually been that good, and I just was like dying to put something on my sheet, so I copied that item in. That's maybe not a, a recommended strategy, but sometimes you're just dying to feel like you did something for the day, and so you kind of take a lead and you say, hey, I don't know if this is good or not, but you just like kind of copy it and put it in your sheet, and then when you're going back through it, not only does it waste time, but it wastes brain power trying to think, okay, well, why did I even put this down? Was there something I saw that, that I'm not seeing now? And so, you know, maybe that's probably not the best way to do it. But when you're in like a rut and you feel like, hey, I just wish I was doing something successful here with looking for new items on Amazon, sometimes you may just put that down, right? You may just put an item down and say, hey, this looks decent enough for today. And then I'll come back to it and probably not buy it. So that's what I did last week. I found seven of those items and it's super frustrating. And so you're going to have days and weeks like that. And I kind of expect that it doesn't make it any more fun, I guess, but it does kind of give me maybe more, uh, more the ability to keep with it than I would have if I first started and I was just plugging away at Amazon, not finding anything because I wouldn't know if it works. And I know Amazon works. I know eBay works. I know Poshmark, Goat, Mercari, StockX all these platforms work if you can find the inventory and that's the really the main thing is trying to find that inventory so if you can do those sorts of things and you can get it at a good price and you can make money the whole the whole thing works like that's that's what these marketplaces are for they're for selling and a lot of people use them to make money and that's just kind of how it works and if you're somebody from the outside that doesn't kind of find their roots in e-commerce or, or know much about e-commerce you may say that sounds like a scam ebay sounds like a scam the amazon thing sounds like a scam it may because you've just never met somebody that's done e-commerce or maybe you've never done it yourself but at the end of the day it works and that's kind of something that if for nothing else eBay's helped me to learn is that 
e-commerce definitely works and it can definitely be scaled to a point and, and depending on what point you want to take your business to you can scale to mainly dependent on how you, how your systems are built and how you're sourcing and what products you're sourcing and, and the whole nine yards right the way I was doing it before probably not that scalable you can get to a, a four to five hundred thousand dollar I would say even a million dollar revenue on on eBay just gross revenue doing the model I was doing before but you have to have a lot of things go right and you have to be on your toes like 16 hours a day it's it's not the most sustainable model for human beings because inevitably you'll probably burn out right you're doing that seven hours or seven days a week 16 hours a day you're gonna burn out it's just not normal and and that's something where most people can do that for a sustained amount of time and for me I think two to three years is a time that I was like, okay, I, I can really grind on this and, and really put in a lot of effort. And it paid off really well, and I did really well last year, and I exceeded all expectations for myself. But I don't think that that's something that can go much farther than where I had it based on what this year is looking like and what the future years are going to look like. Like, we're not going to have consoles come around again, at least not for a while, right? And I don't think that there's going to be that next big thing. 2020, 2021, those were the the boon years for reselling and you can still make a lot of money reselling obviously that's my plan but if you were going to do the retail arbitrage model those are the two years to really do it and and those are the two years that you would have made the most money now is ra dead absolutely not and is there can you still make more money than i did in those years heck yeah because all you need is a little bit of hustle a little bit of grit and you know some smarts and going out there and learning for yourself that sort of stuff can be done but i just I don't see the scalability for where I want to go with my life, what I want in the future, what I want with my family in the future, all the all those kinds of things. I don't necessarily see in an RA model. Reezy talks about it all the time. He says, hey, if you just want to get out of your job, you can get out of your job on RA. I think that's true, but I do think that there's a lot more hustle involved for RA. And at the end of the day, if you stop doing RA, your business kind of stops. And for me, that's just something that's that's kind of not sustainable for a business and I've talked about that before but that's where I'm going with this if you can really kind of learn the skills though on eBay on Poshmark on Mercari of shipping listing and, and you don't even need the listing part as much for Amazon but you need the shipping part a little bit if you're doing merchant fulfilled or at least if you're doing FBA you want to make sure your products are shipped perfectly and make sure that they're not going to get damaged in shipment so you want to have that and then you really need to have the bookkeeping side down and the ability to source and, and the capital side's huge right because if you have capital, you can basically make this business work any way you want to once you have the, the understanding of what to source, what to what to sell, what sorts of things sell better for you, all those sorts of things. Capital is like the number one uh, fuel or, or rocket fuel for a business once you kind of have that stuff down. So doing RA can build all those things for you. Doing an eBay model can do all those things for you. And once you have those skills, it's not that big of a leap to go to Amazon and kind of turn that switch on and say okay I'm here I'm ready to do FBA it's great I don't have to send in anything each day I don't have to ship everything like I don't have to ship each sale each day right I made five or six sales on FBA so far not a ton but I made some and it was great because I saw that it sold and then I set my phone down and I went back to work or I set my phone down and I went to grab something to eat or I set my phone down and if you're catching on to what I'm saying here I set my phone down I didn't touch any products after that that's the scalability with FBA. Now, again, you hit a point where you're still shipping in so many boxes to FBA that you might as well be shipping stuff on eBay because there's just so much to ship out. And at that point, you probably need to outsource, hire somebody, or use a fulfillment center. There's tons of them out there, 
and you can definitely make some money, make a business on Amazon shipping stuff to fulfillment centers. So instead of buying it and sending it to your house, buy it and send it directly to a fulfillment center. That's definitely a model that'll work for you. And so there's different ways to build businesses on Amazon, but I do think having those core skills on eBay, on Mercari, on Poshmark, on these platforms kind of springboards you onto Amazon where you can then really start to move, really start to gain some traction. Where if you just start on Amazon, people do it, people do very well with it. I just think that it's a little bit more difficult and if you're scared about it or you don't feel comfortable doing it or you don't know anything about it, eBay's as simple as it gets. They show you all the sold comps. You have a lot more ability to differentiate yourself on eBay, right? Amazon, the only differentiator is price and maybe ASIN. You may have a couple different ASINs for for a product, right? And, and maybe you can jump on one that looks a little bit better, but price is really the only differentiator on there. eBay, you have the product itself, which is usually the same. Okay, cool. But then you have your title, you have your listing, you have your item specifics, you have your description, you have your photos, you have your reputation as a seller, right? That doesn't matter to most people on Amazon because no matter what happens, they're getting their money back if they're not happy with the transaction. eBay is a little bit different. They, they're more seller focused as well. And so sometimes they'll protect the seller. And so feedback matters in that case. And what you're selling, your store, all these different things that don't necessarily apply on Amazon to, to most people eBay is a little bit different. It's like the garage sale. It's like the online garage sale. Amazon's like the online Walmart, except it's it's Amazon, right? But like that's what you can liken it to. And so when you go into Walmart, you're not necessarily concerned about where or what part of the country that product came from. You just care about brand and price. And that's really it, right? And so eBay's different. You're caring about where it's coming from. You're caring about who's selling it. You're caring about what the photos look like, what condition it's in. They're not all guaranteed to be in the same condition. One could be new, one could be used. Like there's so many different variables. And if you're able to nail those things on eBay, put your titles in the right order and put the, the words in the titles that need to be there. Put the descriptions in some sort of organized fashion. Putting good photos that capture a buyer's attention. Having a good account that, that sells well and doesn't have any marks on it so that eBay doesn't suppress your listings. Like having all these things, using promoted listings. There's so much you can do and so many options on eBay to differentiate yourself. And so it lends itself to less price tanking on eBay than you would have on Amazon. Because again, the only thing you can do on Amazon is tank the price. If you want to get more sales, most people just drop the price. And obviously that's not the best way to do things all the time, but that's really your only differentiator. You're all on the same listing. The only thing you can do at that point is change your price. And so eBay is great for learning the the just the basics. And then once you go to Amazon, then you can start to learn about sourcing and how you're going to handle price drops and all these sorts of things. I think eBay is the great kind of education that you can get. And then Amazon kind of is taking what you've learned, the skills that you've learned. Think of eBay as like college. Then Amazon is like what you do afterwards. It's, it's not necessarily the same and all the things aren't necessarily the same, but you take what you've learned and you translate it into a different job that would be Amazon and you can kind of take the eBay skill set and translate it to Amazon through that. So I guess the whole point of this podcast is if, if you're looking to get started and you don't know where to start, start with eBay, start with Mercari, start with Poshmark, get on one of these platforms, get on all of these platforms, sell on there, get the skills built up and then jump into Amazon, start learning that and you'll be much better prepared for Amazon than you would have been otherwise. So that being said, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Monday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.